spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy! Happy! Happy Bare Minimum Monday. And we got Barry Minimum here as we speak. <laughs> uh, very exciting. A lot of stuff. Oh, my goodness. To go, uh, I'm going to have uh, a mayor. Uh, mayor play some of that coming up here in a little bit. Uh, tomorrow at this time, Trump should be giving his potential uh, re- remarks. On him oh. being arraigned, yeah. and tomorrow is the day, and we're getting news about what time this is going to happen. So 11.15 our time, uh, he should be getting arranged. But we were just talking about the fact that we don't know how they may release the uh, unseal. Unseal it. Tonight, yep. that's a possibility. They put me on high alert. High alert. High alert. Oh, my God. Barry's on high alert. Of course, you guys know he's in for Gatos. Be back later uh, this week. But uh, the God, the insanity, too, of, of all of the people watching the president get to the plane. You're right. It is so OJ. <laughs> It's just, just here's the here's the motorcade. Here's the plane. Oh my! We don't know which one he's in. Oh my God! Do you think he'll get out of a car and walk into an airplane? We don't know. So eleven fifteen tomorrow, uh, we're going to carry it live with him being arraigned. We don't know if there's going to be the cameras allowed inside. Or audio, yeah. The the judge is still considering motions, I guess, whether or not to have cameras in in the courtroom. Um, Interestingly, the only person saying don't put cameras in the courtroom is Trump. Trump's saying, I don't want the cameras in there. And the news organizations are saying, you got to be kidding me. This is the first time uh, we have a former president's been arrested, first time on arraignment. Uh, this is obviously a huge news event. So I'd be surprised if the judge doesn't allow it in. But uh, Trump's What's says, your gut say? I think the judge allows cameras. I, it'd be such a huge thing to not allow that for for this. And, you know, Trump is saying it's going to be it's going to be a, a circus if you do that. And uh, it, it's odd, though, to not you're not going to allow it there. But then Trump, just a few hours later, 515 p.m. tomorrow, Arizona time expected to make his own remarks uh, from Mar-a-Lago. So uh, I, I expect the judge will allow the cameras. But I don't I, I don't what I know about this judge, which is very little. He's kind of a no non nonsense guy. My guess is there'll be cameras, but there's going to be a lot of limitations. It is, uh, we don't know how many things are in here. You and I have talked about this uh, when it comes to, there's anywhere between 30 and 34 counts of something. Again, it's how they got to 30 or 34, we have no idea. No, nobody does. We're going to find out about that. Take us through the process. He arrives tomorrow, and then what happens? So he's going to turn himself in uh, at the at the courthouse, and uh, so unlike most defendants, when do they throw him on the ground, Barry, and throw the the cuffs cuffs on him? Yeah, we're going to miss that part. Uh, So he he will turn himself in. He's most likely going to walk in through the back. There's a back entrance. He'll go in there, um, and he will be fingerprinted and photographed for his mugshot. Secret Service will be around there as well. They've already been there to check out the surroundings and how this will work. I'm sure it's been planned. Out and then there's a room off of the courtroom where the arraignment will be. He'll be put in that courtroom, in that waiting room, and he'll wait there until the arraignment. My guess is, usually for arraignments, by the way, there's a ton of defendants in there. There's just kind of a one after another sort of a thing. My guess is the courtroom will be cleared of other defendants uh, and their lawyers. President Trump will be brought into the courtroom. Uh, these charges at that point will either be unsealed then, but they will be read in the courtroom okay. uh, unless that's waived. And then he will plead. I'm fully expect he will plead not guilty. Um, and that should be most of it right there. Uh, there will be there may be bail set. He'll either be released on his own recognizance or there'll be bail. And the president Do you think they're really going to be bail. I wouldn't think that's a need for that. Uh, I think I think in New York specifically, I think they don't do bail a lot because it, it's a financial uh, hardship for most people when they're arrested to pay bail. Well, I, they don't even arrest I, anybody in 
in I, New York. So be, that's the other side of this is surprising. I'd be very surprised if they if they bothered with bail, um, and then he'll be released. So he'll be out of there relatively quickly. And then he'll fly back to Mar-a-Lago, where he'll have a barbecue, probably a DJ, and then he's going to sit out there and he's going to at this time tomorrow night. If if there's not a gag order, right? Well, and some people are saying they might put a gag order. I, I do not expect the judge is going to put a gag order on the parties yet. He may do that if too much is said. Um, he certainly may counsel the uh, the attorneys. Uh, to watch what they're saying, not to do anything that uh, prejudices the case, that does anything that may affect, you know, affect uh, the trial or, or the uh, the implementation of justice in the case. Uh, I, I think it'd be very interesting to see a judge uh, put a gag order on a politician and somebody who's running for office. It, it'll be interesting. Uh, but certainly the judge has an interest in making sure that the trial is fair. That's what gag orders are for. You don't want to influence a potential jury. You don't want to, you don't want to do something that puts the defendant in a position where they're being overly prejudiced, where something's happening that's bad for the defendant. That's what gag orders are for. So we'll see, but I don't expect you're going to hear about a gag order tomorrow. How do you find one person, let alone a jury room full of people who don't have some sort of... Could he, he can get a fair trial. I've heard he may not get a fair trial because everybody has an opinion or knows something about it. Isn't the whole goal to have a, a, a you know a jury full of people that are as unbiased as possible? Well, yeah, you, you don't want people who come in with a preconceived notion of guilt. That's the biggest issue. You can even have a preconceived notion of Trump. You can politically not like Trump. The question is, can you listen to the evidence and make a decision based on the evidence and the law in New York? That's the question. And people can do that. I, I can certainly if, if, if I was sitting on that jury and somebody came to me and said, can you be fair? Yeah, I can be fair. I may not like Trump, but I can listen to the evidence. I'm not going to send a man to prison because I don't like his political viewpoints. And that's what the judge that's really the standard. That's the exact opposite of what you told me earlier. You're like, I want to be on that thing because I can send him to jail. How long <laughs> yeah. are we in 50 years? I never no, but, said that. But that's got to be a, such a tough thing it's because be in tough. this time, everybody's got an opinion about Trump. I will tell you, and this always amazes me. Think about the percentage of people in our country who do not vote. It's a large percentage of people. Let's call, even if it's just 20%, 25% of people who don't vote, that's one in four, one in five people. There are plenty of folks out there who have no interest in this stuff. They may have heard of but Trump. He's it been the doesn't president. mean they don't have any understanding of who Trump is. And, and a guy who has been that much of a mover and shaker, you know, and on the opposite side, yeah. he's also Trump. So well, you got to figure in that jury, uh, the 12 of them, there's going to be one or two of them that probably support Trump. Well, that could be. And they'll deal with that during what's called voir dire when you pick the jury before the trial. They'll they'll go through and they'll ask people. I'm sure it'll be a long process of asking people, what is your political affiliation? Who did you vote for? They'll go through those things. I don't know if the last one you voted for, but they'll go through that stuff and try to weed out people who are on the extremes or who have really a, a, a preconceived notion of whether or not somebody's guilty. It's the same thing in, in any criminal case where they might ask you, are you more likely to believe a police officer than another witness? And someone who says that is probably going to be excused from the jury. It's uh, from the jury pool because you want people who are going to listen to the evidence and listen to the law and make a decision based on that and not something else. And people can do that. At least they say they can. I love Barry telling all of you out there to listen slowly but surely how to get out of any kind (laughs) of jury duty. Uh, Somebody who is going to be going to court looks like Hobbs here is going to be heading to court sooner rather than later Thursday to talk about. Uh, well, whether or not we can have executions, what's the deal? Why is there a timeline for any of this? Are you just, you know, I mean, I, I hope they ask you some questions. If, if indeed she's the one that's going to be there on why'd you do it? Uh, you know, uh, you know, is there a timeline set yeah. up? Is this just in perpetuity? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So the Superior Court judge here in Maricopa County just late on Friday issued an order uh, that Governor Hobbs and then Ryan uh, Thornell, who's the state prisons director, uh, are supposed to appear in his court this week. Um, uh, and and 
and explain to the court why he shouldn't issue an order against them on the grounds that they are violating the constitutional rights of victims entitled to prompt justice. So in Arizona, we have that. We have victims' rights, and that's the question here. So this is coming at it from a different standpoint. The Arizona Supreme Court issued an order recently that said an, an, an execution warrant from the Supreme Court is authorization to put someone to death. It is not a requirement that they be put to death. It authorizes the governor and the executive branch. Here, this case is from victims saying we have rights under the Victim Rights Act, under the Constitution of Arizona, and the governor is not uh, is not following the Constitution. And that's what this is. Is It's, in essence, what would be called an order to show cause hearing. Show us why you're doing this. Show us why there shouldn't be an order from the court ordering you to do this. It's going to be an interesting, but it's happening. It's going to be an interesting hearing. It's happening on Thursday. Oh, it's going to be interesting yeah. indeed. Uh, he's Barry Markson in uh, for Gettys. By the way, if you're thinking addition to the glasses, contacts, look at the King LASIK now. Get both eyes for just $3,500, $2,000 savings, 0% financing for 24 months. OAC, I will tell you, one of our amazing reporters got his eyes did. He's like, dude, thank you so much for telling me about King LASIK. It's awesome. LASIK, Dr. King, only 146 a month. Go to kinglasik.com slash Arizona for complete details. Uh, coming up, let's talk a little bit. Uh, get some reaction after we listen a bit of what the mayor said earlier about the homeless situation here in the Valley. Gallego joined us earlier. We'll talk about that straight ahead. It is the Gatos and Chat Show. Drive home with the Gatos and Chat Show. She is the mayor of Phoenix. Kay Gallego uh, joins us. Mayor, thanks so much for joining us. And that zone is a nightmare. I've been down there, Mayor. Uh, it reminds me of San Francisco. I lived near San Francisco for many years. Los Angeles. I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I just get terrified when I see it because I feel once it starts, it ain't stopping. Well, then we, we maybe should tell you some of the things we are doing. Please do. Uh, we at the city of Phoenix want to partner with every level of government to find solutions and get people housed. I want us to do more, and we've been working with my colleagues to bring seven new investments online that will help take people out of the zone and put them into a better housing situation. These include partnerships with nonprofits like the Salvation Army, UMOM, and CBI that are in every part of Phoenix. One of the things I have tried to emphasize is we want solutions close to where people lived when they last had a stable housing situation. Hopefully they have a network that it will help them and, and people who will support them to get in a healthy, stable housing situation. America goes with us on KZR. Mayor, did Phoenix have a policy for their police of not enforcing laws in the zone prior to this court order? I want to be very clear about that. Unsheltered residents are members of our community and we treat every member of our community the same when they commit a crime. We want want to be consistent and to enforce breaking the law. So drug dealing, illegal. Being homeless is not a crime. So we're not going to prosecute people for not having safe shelter. But if you commit a crime, it is the same regardless of your housing status. Talking to Mary Gallegos, we talk about what's going on down there at the zone. Uh, I was at the zone two weeks ago. I saw drug dealing. I saw people urinating in the street. I saw prostitution. We saw all kinds of things. What I didn't see was a police officer. And you've had several police officers come out and say, look, we were basically told not to go there. It's not the first day. It's not the first city in America where it just seems to be kind of left to its own devices. And I think a lot of people have questions about why, you know, business owners, why can they get away with certain things that the average law-abiding citizen couldn't. And we actually have significant legal, legal action on the other side where we are being sued for being too aggressive in our law enforcement. Yeah. So there's a real conversation, and, and we want to comply with all the many court 
decisions that govern housing and homelessness, um, but we have been sued for being too aggressive as well. So we are going to find the, perf- the balance and support our law enforcement in a way that is consistent with federal law and local statutes, but we want to be very fair. If you do something that's illegal, you should be treated the same way regardless of your housing status. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your housing status. The reality is they don't have any housing. That's yeah. on them. They have many cases. And again, you know, it's, it's funny, Barry, and Barry Marks and the Forgetters, uh, I've known a lot of people that have struggled uh, with drugs, and they burn all the bridges. They have nowhere to go. That's fine. I know a lot of people that have lost their jobs and have had the couch surf. Uh, I find that a lot of people out there, if you and I, if we lost all of our jobs today, uh, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not living on the streets doing drugs. I will find yeah. a way to get myself into yeah. a better position. We were talking in the uh, in the newsroom uh, just today, and, and somebody was saying how near them there's a park, and at night he sees a whole bunch of the same cars parked there night after night, and he's he thinks it's homeless people that are living in their cars. They have a car. They don't have a place to live. He doesn't think they're doing drugs. He doesn't think that, you know, they're, and, and to me, those are the people that the city and the state can help, right? Yes. These are folks who, some some happened, they, they lost a couple of paychecks, they got evicted from wherever they were living, and, and they're just a, a couple of helping steps up to get a job again, to find a place to live and to do that. And look, the fact is in Phoenix now, rent, everything has gone up exponentially. It's way more expensive oh. to live here than it used to be. And if, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you lose a couple of paychecks, that can be the difference. Yeah. But if we can help those people, they're not on drugs, they're not, they don't have yeah. a mental illness, we have to find a way to get to those people quickly and help them get stable, stabilized, and then back into their lives. And some of that may be the fact that, you know, I know they're always talking about affordable housing and this, that, and the other. Some of it may be the fact that, hey, you know what? You've got to take a look at yourself and say, I can't live here. Yeah. I can move somewhere else. That's you can exactly move out right. by me, and you can live there, and you can pay a lot less and still have a job that pays you well. Yep. It's, you know, I was in Santa Cruz, California recently. Hippies. Super hippies. Very far to the left. And very, and very expensive to live there. Crazy, crazy expensive. Yeah. And part of the reason is the city council there won't let anybody, as lefty as they are, they won't let anybody build. So there's yeah. no, forget affordable housing, they won't let anybody build any housing. Yeah. So, but there's a ton of homeless people there. And I'd say, why the homeless people here? He's like, well, the weather's pretty moderate. It's a nice place. We take a, we give them a lot of money. And and he says, well, people want to live here and they can't afford it. And I said, well, maybe they should go live somewhere else. Yeah. I can't afford to live. It's not like I got a place on uh, Park Avenue in New York. I can't afford to live there. But I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why? What does that mean? So I want to live in Santa Cruz, but I can't afford it. So I'm going to live on the streets and let them take care of me. And that's that's a big problem there. It's like I remember I was you know arguing with uh, uh, you know I did one of these these things a couple years ago in Southern California, and they want to do affordable housing in Huntington Beach, California, and people like they deserve. No, they don't. Yeah, I said the same thing. I, I, I don't get to live on the beach. Yeah. Why should you why should you build them an apartment so they can live? You can't afford to live here at some point. These people need to make a decision about where they go. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I I don't want to put words in her mouth, but Mary Gallego, when she was with us just uh, today, uh, you know, she talked about that having having these shelters, having things around different parts of the valley so that people can be in the area where they originally were when they lose their housing and all that. And it's like, okay, I don't have an objection to that, but let's not start talking about putting affordable housing in the middle of Paradise Valley or in places where it otherwise wouldn't be. You don't have a right to live wherever you want to live. I, I can't afford, I don't live in Paradise Valley. That's yeah. not somewhere I can afford to live. Why We have to build affordable, this is ridiculous. Build affordable housing where there's empty land and it's inexpensive and let people live there. That's fine. Yeah. But th- this other thing where everything has to be 
like equitable somehow it means equal. It's like, no, no that's not how this works. Yeah. That's not how it works. No, crazy. He's Barry Marks, and he's in for uh, this cat named Gatos. He'll be back later on this week. Uh, talk a little Trump as we wrap it up oh, uh, straight at all. Oh, be prepared to be prepared. Plus, uh, there was a balloon, and it, and it came here on January 28th, and then it came, and then it got shot down on the 4th of February. And guess what this balloon that was a Chinese spy balloon was doing? We'll talk about that straight ahead. Mr. Gatos and Chad Shu. Uh, you saw Kevin Durant, Barry Markson, on Friday. I did. I went to the Suns game. So saw Barry Durant can't play. Afford a house uh, in that, in a place like dude is, Manhattan uh, Beach or something because yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> goes God, I love Manhattan Beach. You know, I, I went, you know Durant. Uh, you already know this, but he's so thin. Like he's yeah. just so long and thin. His ankles look like you could just touch them and they'd snap. I know, and it, it's amazing. But he's a he's a heck of a good player. My goodness. So uh, they're thirty. Uh, uh, are, what place are they in, uh, Wise Man? Are they in like a fourth, fourth, fourth place? But all the teams in the middle there are super close. That's I, what, like a couple of games separate everybody. I was talking to our buddy uh, Dave Burns, uh, uh, Burns and Gambo earlier today, and he said that uh, chance they may play. Play the Lakers. Lakers are getting a little hot right now. Could play the Lakers. Yeah, could play the Clippers. I mean, it's kind of all over the place right now. It it's, is. A, it's a little crazy. That game Friday was nuts because Denver said, "Hey, we're not bringing half our guys." They, yeah, they which left is all weird. This. And then so we were the Suns up by twenty five at one point, and then they just started giving it back, and they got it where the lead was only four. And they had to bring all the starters back in. The starters, the Sun starters, ended the game because it actually got to where they could lose the game. It was, oh it was God, crazy. It was not a good look. It was crazy. Uh, the Chinese spy balloon. You guys remember this? So this yes. giant balloon came over here. We're like, hey, there's a balloon coming. And <laughs> it's for weather. It was just for the weather. For, for the weather. And, and we'll get to that <laughs> point in a minute. So then we realized, because uh, nobody knew about it except for us. And then uh, by us, I mean our government. And they're totally always tell the truth. They've never lied. Iraq, <laughs> you know, Vietnam, any of that stuff. Never. Uh, and then all of a sudden, a uh, farmer goes outside and is like, what the hell is that? And it was a balloon. And lo and behold, guess what we found out here? Uh, when everybody said, well, that's the Chinese spy balloon. Uh, well, it's not really spying the way they think. Guess what happened, Barry? It was spying the way that everybody said. It was a spy balloon. Yes. It was reporting and back in real time to Beijing all of the stuff that was capturing. It went over several bases, stalled in some of them, did figure eights to look at everything before we shot it down on the 4th. Most of it, they were just watching that uh, woman from Iowa who wouldn't miss a basket in the NCAA. Uh, oh, Caitlin yeah. Clark, is that yeah. her name? They I were, think they were all name. over it. Yeah, no, the thing was spying. It was spying over our uh, our, our super secret uh, military bases. It was it was just spying. Yeah. And spying. They, it was, look, when they tell you what it is, just uh, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were very, like, talk, we were talking about method acting earlier. They got LARPy method acting down to a pat, the Chinese. They f they went to the head of their weather uh, agency and they fired him because remember what they said? Well, you know, it's a spy balloon. It's not a spy balloon. It's a weather balloon that's just out of control. So we're firing this guy. It's and, incredible. And so they fired him. That's yeah. it. But again, <laughs> guess what we found out today, guys? What? It was actually spying. Just to let you guys know that. Spy. Tomorrow, Trump indicted. Uh, going to be very interesting. It's all going to start taking place early, about 11 o'clock hour time. You can hear everything that's going on. Uh, so he's going to go inside. He's going to be handcuffed. They're going to beat him. Uh, they're going to, no, no, they're not going to do any of that. He's not going to be handcuffed. He'll be <laughs> fingerprinted. 
We think it's going to be a fingerprint and mugshot. Mug That's what we think. That launch, um, And you and I are both, I'm on the he does this little smile. You're on he gives you the mean, confident look. You, you think the mugshot, you think he's going to say, I need another take? Like he's going to go through several pictures and then, <laughs> and then so pick him. the one that I he wants? my own. This isn't good. Here it is. Here it is. I have cuffs on in this one, not in this one. Yeah, it's, they're, look, they're going to, the, the Secret Service is going to be there. They've already uh, gone, the Secret Service has already gone ahead of, the, uh, the, ahead of time to make sure this is how it's going to work. Here's how it's going to go. It's all worked out. And then after he's fingerprinted after the mugshot, assuming that happens, he'll be in a little room and then they'll bring him into the courtroom and he'll have an arraignment. He'll plead guilty or excuse me, not guilty. Oh, to all God. Oh, my we know where your brine's at. The, the reporting is there's uh, upwards of 34 different counts, 34 different charges. We'll see if that's true. We don't know. Uh, and there's also a rumor, Chad, they might release, uh, unseal the indictment today, tonight. So if they do that, stay tuned to KTR. We'll have an update for you as soon as that breaks here. Uh, and then all of it tomorrow, you're going to be able to hear the arraignment here on KTR live at about 1115. And then Trump is going to give a little speech after a little speech. My guess is well over an hour uh, at about 515 uh, tomorrow night. And you'll be so able to hear all of that right here uh, on from Mayor Lago. So the interesting thing, though, and, and you talk about, we don't know if there's going to be cameras in there, audio, any of that stuff. Uh, the the indi- We have no idea what's in here. And that's the thing. Everybody's playing the guessing game, Barry, about what's in here, because there may be a surprise or two. Even Chris Christie said over the weekend, I would not be surprised if there was a surprise or two that we're not talking about. It's not just about uh, Stormy. When you talk about 34 charges, uh, criminal charges, and Chad, you said this earlier, how do you take the Stormy Daniels payment and turn that into 34 charges? I don't know. So there very well could be something else. The Trump Organization uh, was convicted of crimes just recently, just a few months ago. So to say that some of that could uh, could spill over and be against Trump personally, certainly possible. It's possible. We he is uh, Barry Markson. He is uh, in for Gatos. Uh, he'll be in again tomorrow. Gatos back on Wednesday. You guys have a great night. We're fun! Deal with it.